there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Lunch Greed, the podcast where we eat and review every item on a fast food restaurant's menu in a single sitting. I am Brendan. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you're Zach. Zach. <laughs> Still Zach. Wow, I'm just putting putting it right at the beginning there. <laughs> I just got to get it out there. You know, let's just get that plus 17 rating right off the bat. Yeah. E for explicit. <laughs> Lunch Greed, huh? Yeah. You know, I, I would totally be down for doing like a food review could podcast. you could you do that like every single item on a fast food menu? Could I take a bite In of a every single? single? Sit- oh, okay, yeah, I, could I guess a- take a bite. Yeah, sure. I mean, like if it's McDonald's, that's like forty items. Yeah, and some of them are like five or six dollars. Yeah, that ended up being a lot of money. Yeah, but I think I think we should do that one day. Just get a couple samples from different restaurants and just like go around to like burger joints, get a burger from all of them, sit down, give our opinions on them. Yeah, after like five, I think I'm, I, I'm going to be like, oh, these are starting to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too full. I can't do it anymore. I think I think we've found our calling, man. Okay. We should be a food review podcast. Yeah. Us and all of our culinary knowledge. I mean, we're, we are the best cooks that we know. Culinary masters. No, my, no I know many better cooks than me. <laughs> many. So how was your week, man? Now that we're back in the stew together, uh, it, it was it was alright. It was alright. The dog had to have surgery, and that's just been a huge, huge pain, and I feel so bad for him. Yeah, he's wearing a lampshade now. Yeah, co- cone of shame, and I'm, he looks so shameful when you like, put it on. I thought you made good money. I'm not sure why you just took the lampshade off and made him wear it around. Hey, man, that thing was like thirty bucks. Really? Yeah. Did insurance not cover it? No, insurance covered it. Oh, what are you complaining about then? Well, I'm just saying it's not like the cheapest <laughs> thing out there. We got it, it, it uh, and it, it really sucked because Thursday night, the the day he had surgery, he didn't sleep at all. He like, I think what happened is he he they drugged him up obviously, and he was kind of out of it for the rest of the day. And he woke up lucid in the middle of the night and was like, "I can't do what's going on here. What is this thing on my head?" And just flipped out. Like every five minutes, he was getting scared and sitting on Casey's head, and <laughs> he like didn't sleep at all. Uh, he's he's getting better with it though, and and we're 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 working through it. It's gonna be a long two weeks, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're working through it. Thankfully, he's he survived the surgery. Yeah, that's yeah, it's always a risk. That's such that sucks that there's like surgeries that like are on non life threatening limbs, like your toe. You can still die in surgery. Oh, it's just the yeah, it's just the anesthesia. Yeah. yeah, that's that's such a rough trade. It would be. <laughs> Side effects for this antidepressant include death, <laughs> thoughts of suicide, and death. It's an antidepressant, but it could also make you want to kill yourself. Right. A bit, a bit backwards. So speaking of things that are going to kill you, uh, I've started to make arrangements to visit Australia in October. Holy Lord. That's a long ways away. It is a long ways away, but I'm super excited for it. Uh, have a decent friend. I've, I met him through online so he's probably gonna murder me when i get there hopefully bury me in the outback yeah that'd be good but uh he'll never find you flying flying into brisbane 
or Brisbane, as us Americans call it. <laughs> is that not is that not how you say it? It's Brisbane, I'm pretty sure. Okay, all right. Well, if, I'm sure he'll say Brisbane, but since you know this is America, all around the world, uh, it's Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I am really nervous about it, mostly sure. because they have spiders and like we all know how i feel about spiders and they're all deadly and huge and terrifying everything in australia is deadly yeah i I don't i don't know why why does it have to be like that uh well if you want to know the real reason uh it's because god hates them it's uh well it's mostly because of all the invasive species as australia was a country where they brought over other species that were invasive and then the ones that survived were the ones that were deadly and the ones that killed everything else. So we transplanted great whites to Australia? There are great whites in Australia. Yeah. But they're right we, in the middle of the outback. You just you're right just in the around, middle there. They just whop. <laughs> they're yeah. also called sand sharks out there because, because <laughs> they're in the desert. It's crazy, man. Australia is, is a wild, wild place. The most upsetting part about it all, though, is. I'll fly out on Sunday night, and I will fly in Tuesday morning in Australia. Well, you're, yeah. It's a 25-hour flight. But then you'll leave Australia on, like, Thursday, and you'll get back to the U.S. on Friday, <laughs> regaining that day, full day. True, true. Right? But I think that's how it works. You fly out, like, Thursday night and fly into the U.S. on, like, Friday afternoon or something. Friday during. The I day. think so. It's only like ten hours pass. Yeah. Like whatever the layover was. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sucks though. Still wait for that time. Yeah, I I want to know how bad. Like I've never. I've only traveled a couple time zones at a time, so I've never had to deal with uh, jet lag. I had a coworker one time who complained about the one hour change in the fall and the spring. I'm like, dude, oh my god. <laughs> I complained about it for like three weeks. I'm like, oh my god. How are you not adjust? How did you not get adjusted in like? Three hours. If that, just like look at the clock and it's like, oh, we've lost an hour or we've gained an hour. It's like, nope, all right, I'm adjusted. Yep. Uh huh. Right. No, I, I haven't done anything like that. I mean, I've, I've traveled for like 24 hours uh, and been awake the entire time, but it hasn't been like flying through that many time zones. It was only like six or seven time zones. So. Oh, when you came back from Germany? And when stuff? I went to Germany and we missed our connecting flight because all these old ladies. It was like, so the, the plane took off late because of weather and it landed late because of weather. And they were like, okay, if you don't have a connecting flight, you know, please get up slow or please don't get up. You know, if let the people with connecting flights get up. And of course, every single person in front of us got up and took their walkers and shuffled to the front of the plane. And so we missed the connecting flight. And we had to wait in the Atlanta airport, which is the, I think it's the busiest airport in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and it's we huge. had to wait there forever. And we ended up having to take a connecting flight through Paris. Then we had another flight after that. And it was, it was like 30 hours of traveling and it was just miserable. <laughs> Would not recommend. I think Atlanta is the busiest because they like have a contract with airlines that if like there's a connecting flight that makes no sense, it has to be in Atlanta. So when we, when we flew to Europe on Delta, which I don't, not, not a huge fan. I don't know. We would fly from BWI to Atlanta to uh, Germany. And when you look at that on a map, it is literally BWI is like straight down to Atlanta. And then Atlanta to Germany flies straight back over BWI. It's <laughs> awful. Like eight hours into traveling, you're like, wow, look, there's home. <laughs> Jesus. I flew, I flew into Tennessee 
one time to for a family's funeral. A family funeral. Wow, the whole family died? Yeah, the whole entire family Extensive just... Extensive car crash? Kaput. <laughs> Rest in peace, Grandma. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I flew out of Dulles, because it was, it was a last-minute flight arrangement. Whoa. And flew out of Dulles, flew to Atlanta, and then back up to Tennessee. Yeah. I was so frustrated. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That was, that was real, real frustrating. How much does a flight to Australia cost? It's around a thousand dollars round trip. That's not bad. Not at all. I mean, because that's that's like what a flight to Hawaii costs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, they actually made a whole new class for this ticket. Uh, you sit in someone's suitcase and they put you in the bottom of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> They'll put you with the dogs. Uh, actually, this is a f- it's a cattle flight, so it's just cows. <laughs> I, I'm just in the steerage. <laughs> There was a flight where they, uh, at one point, where they flew a bunch of dolphins. What? Yeah, they, uh, I, I forget what the reasoning was, but they flew a bunch of dolphins from point A to point B. And so they put them in these little hammocks, and they just had someone the entire time just, like, wiping them down with water so they didn't dry out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, I guess they do breathe air. I forget about that, dolphins. They, not... they just can't not be wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they become, uh, you know, dolphin leather. Yeah. <laughs> It's a highly sought out material in the world. It's a win-win situation as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Either dolphins make it or hey, you got some nice, nice product. Okay, okay. On a hard, hard, hard transition here. We've got a friend of ours. Uh, he's looking for a new vehicle. And we don't want to name any names. Uh, but he's found a vehicle. I want you to guess where it is. Where is this vehicle where is the vehicle? Yes, like that he's gonna that he's looking at right currently, and if it works out, he's gonna he's going to send a mechanic to it first, and then if it checks out, he's gonna go out himself and get it. Uh, so Florida. Final guess. Yeah. Texas. Wow. Worse. Yeah. Um. Why? Is uh, this somebody around here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, he's very close to me. Wow. Oh. All right. Texas. <laughs> Texas. For the Lexus RF, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's bright-ass orange. Nope. With blacked-out wheels. So I, I want to know. Also, I want, I want our listeners to like get back to us. What are the trashiest of colors for cars? And what are like the classiest of colors? So, so I, I'd say, uh, is it the RCF? Yes. RCF, okay. Uh, I'd say the only time it's acceptable to have a car that's a bright color like that is if, if it cheap. is more than uh, $100,000. No, wait. More than $150,000. If you're driving a Lamborghini and it's bright orange, sure. Fair enough. I mean, I also a drive Ferrari. a bright orange vehicle. Sure, but... It's a Jeep. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not bright orange. It's also... It's mango tango. <laughs> it's also... Uh, like, it's an ugly vehicle to start with. So having an ugly color is fitting. Yeah. But like this is this is actually a really good looking car, but it's orange. How many how many horses does it have? Uh, four hundred something. Wikipedia says two forty to four seventy. Yeah, he's looking at the four seventy one. Uh huh. This is a person who uh, should not be driving a four hundred seventy horsepower car. Uh, uh-uh, not even a little bit. I asked him, would he be offended if I put life insurance on him? What did he say? He said he said he was like, well, I'm not that bad of a driver. I was like, no, no, you're not. I'm just like saying like that's a lot of horsepower for anybody. Yeah. Why would you go all the way to Texas for that? 
because it's the only it's currently the only car that is like that for sale for a decent price all the other ones were like an, another like ten thousand dollars it, it's used i assume yeah i don't think you can afford it out outright brand new yeah it's an expensive car but you're gonna you're gonna spend almost ten thousand dollars in incidentals in gas wear and tear on the vehicle flights uh yeah that I'm, that's just what's gonna happen <laughs> i mean this is a bad idea i mean i'm debating putting life insurance on him before he even gets the vehicle because like you know maybe the plane goes down heaven forbid it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> also he's got to drive it back and like that's 20 hours of pure road time like it's it's a pretty good deal for me plus tickets plus tickets, tickets yeah tickets are gonna tickets are gonna cost and he's he, it's a vehicle that there's no getting out of the ticket like if they see you speeding they're going to pull you over especially in that color yeah especially in that color but i mean that's like oh my gosh texas to to maryland that that's got to be at least like 30 hours it's know? it's a lot it's a lot of Ooh. hours We'll just go with the center of Texas. I don't know what that is. Let's, yeah. let's go with Plano, Texas. Well, te- Texas is pretty big. 23 hours and 23 minutes to the middle of Texas to Maryland. Fair enough. So we're looking at 25 hours, basically, plus stops. Uh, if he doesn't sleep, 30 hours. Yeah. If he does sleep. Well, if he doesn't sleep, uh, it'll probably be like six weeks. You know, <laughs> hospital visit. Jeez, <laughs> uh, why would you go all the way down there? I don't know. He's he's been talking about getting a vehicle and the first the very first choice Corvette yes yeah did he already talk about you like talk to you about that he's been talking about it for years okay so that was his first pick and I was like no why like I drive an American made vehicle they're absolute horseshit like it's not a good vehicle to own or to drive sorry to all you truck drivers out there uh, American made cars just suck on like quality yeah a little bit yes they might look good here or there. Uh, besides stealing Aston Martin's look for Ford. And some of their engines are really good. Right. It's just the, the overall quality of them is severely lacking. Yeah. So we I talked about the Corvette, and then, and then, and then, I want you to guess what the next vehicle he wanted to get was. The Camaro? Top-of-the-line Camaro? Nope. We're out of American-made. Okay. Out I of American-made? Yeah. Oh, uh, the LFA? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lotus Elise? No, no. Oh wow! You're 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 going too high. You're aiming way too high right way now. Way too high. Is it Japanese made? Yep. Is it a? Oh god, what is it? The the Honda? Nope. Part of the Acura NSX? No, that would <laughs> too high. Too high. All right. Is it an Acura? No, no. It's a different Japanese made. Subaru. Nope. Uh, Nissan. Nope. Not a Nissan. Nope. Um. Wow, I'm running out of Japanese. It's not Lexus, Toyota. What's, what's the smaller of the to- manufacturers? Not Toyota, though. Lexus? Nope. Wow. I'm really running out. Suzuki? Mazda? Isuzu? Mazda? Mazda. Which Mazda? Miata. Wow, that's quite a jump from I know. Corvette to Miata. <laughs> back then, to RFC. And then I had to talk him out of that because I was like, it's a shitty little... Well, it's not a shitty coupe. That's wrong. It's it just, is a great little coupe, yes. but it is not a commuter car. No, it is not. No. It's it's definitely not what you want on the road. Uh, so uh, he he went through a couple other models of vehicles that were just like, why would you buy it? Uh, like the M3. Yeah. And then unreliable. 
Yes, very expensive, expensive. to fix, expensive to maintain, expensive to own. And then an Audi. Expensive to join the cult. Audi R, RS4, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Their top of the line four door. I was like, no. Don't. I thought he was very happy with the car that he has. I thought he was too. But apparently, uh, the midlife crisis is striking. I get. I mean, you never know what what midlife <laughs> is for you. <laughs> wow, uh, such bad decisions on so many levels. Yeah. So this this is the current one he's going with. Uh, I I'm excited. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it will either. But I would be ecstatic to be able to drive that vehicle. I, yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> and I don't think it's gonna happen. Anyways, I think some some very minor things gonna gonna pop up, and he's gonna be like, oh well, can't get past that little little obstacle. <laughs> so back to my original question: What are classy colors? Just all around classy colors for vehicles. Go with the bland ones, you know, like gray. Yeah. Black. Oh yeah, love the gray and the black, but not white. Uh, so ooh, that's a tough one. I think the white vehicles with like black rims and blacked out windows and like. I, as stupid as they are, the black taillights, I think that looks really clean. Because it looks like a stormtrooper. Right. Once you wash it, it looks really clean. But <laughs> white cars, they just get so dirty, and they show every single thing, every single scratch and everything. Uh, and for that reason, I'm out. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would go with red is a relatively classy color on other things other than coupes. It depends. What? Other than coupes, red is a classy color. Like, How so? Because it it's usually like a either a flat red or a darker red. Give me an example. Okay, darker red. Give me an example though. Uh, like Audi's red. Oh god, I don't even know what that looks like. It's it's a really clean red, but like a red on a Honda Civic looks like shit. Sure, I had one of those. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, but a red on a Miata is perfect. No. no. Yeah. No, red is that's a that's the color that Miata should be. No, it, it looks like a little Hot Wheels car. So. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> no, it's not. It's perfect for the midlife crisis. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can have your own opinion, even though I, I think you should agree with me because I'm always right. I, I actually really am not a fan of red on any car that's not a Ferrari. I can Personally. I can understand that. Especially because, like, uh, why would you want a car that just says, hey, pull me over. <laughs> I'm, hey. a, I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy ticket to write. Yeah. What, uh, so what are, the, what are the trashy colors? Go, I, gold. I don't. Oh, like, yeah. I really do not like. I don't like gold anything, honestly. Like I don't even have my. You don't ring have gold is, all in your chain. No. You don't have gold all in your watch. My ring is made of gold, but it's white gold, so that it looks silver instead of gold. That's how much I don't like gold. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. I just yeah, gold. Mm, not a fan. Silver's all right. Silver's acceptable. Uh, green is probably the worst though. <sighs> See, I don't think green's a. I don't think green's a classy color. I understand I have bad taste in colors, so like I accept the fact that that's a shitty looking color, but I like green. I think green on most cars looks pretty good. It, it, I, I was really just kidding. On some <laughs> cars, it looks fine. Uh, like there's a, there's a BMW that I knew, a guy who drove it a while back that was green, and I thought that was really cool. But I don't know. It's I just, think most blues are trash. Uh, some of the like more subtle blues are like, like okay like the dark blues no just like the more silvery blues okay like thinking again about aston here but uh, not not like that pussy blue that the toyota tacoma comes in the voodoo blue yeah uh see that should be reserved for like <laughs> ashton's and lamborghinis and ferraris like not none of this <laughs> truck i don't know yeah i don't know tell you what i think a white truck looks good yeah i didn't want one 
but uh, they look pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, with your mentality of never washing a vehicle, a white truck is a disaster. Well, that's perfect, and everyone knows how much of a trucker you are. Ah, yes, you because like it's not like you don't wash it. You just say, like I said, you just say you're always going out, and you just never have time to wash it. Yeah, right, right. right. No, I really need to wash the truck. It's uh, it's pretty gross from the uh, <laughs> from the snowshoe trip. I didn't even wipe wipe off the inside of the windshield. Which it had condensation running all down it, and it's really, really gross. Yeah, that you need to do that. Yeah, that was that was nasty. Yeah, well, I mean. So speaking of trucks. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's me. Is that my cue? Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> I thought. <laughs> speaking of Hot Wheels, uh, Tesla, it, I guess, paired up with Hot Wheels to come out with a Cybertruck Hot Wheels RC car, uh, and so I thought it was really funny because it has like these little decals you can put on the window of the glass shattered <laughs> like they did in the presentation i thought that was wonderful and it's like yeah cool it's this it's like this it's this cool little car i mean like sure it's a, it's a little rc car i it, i'm trying to it's hard to get a good size of how big it is but it looks like it's a little bit more than a foot long or something like that and go 25 miles an hour has a four or all-wheel drive uh the thing that the thing that staggered me though uh four hundred dollars what yeah Four four hundred dollars in December and only limited numbers of them. I mean, like, it's a, it's a one tenth replica. I guess that's how big it is. It is one tenth the size of a Cybertruck. Are you sure it's one tenth? Because yeah. that would be huge. Yeah. Nope. One one tenth scale remote control version of the Cybertruck. Jesus. So I don't know. In this picture, it doesn't look all that big, but I mean, I guess one tenth of a massive vehicle. I guess that thing's pretty big. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how long the truck is to start with. It's probably like 14 feet long, so it's... 1.4 feet? Yeah, whatever that translates to. (laughs) God God damn it, why can't we use metric? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... uh, Would would you you pay for it? No. Would you? No. I I, I spend $400 on things that don't matter. So, like, I (laughs) I know a guy who's like... He was a mechanic. So he's like re- retired mechanic. He's like really into stuff with engines that goes fast. So he had these RC cars at one point that you put some specialized like rocket fuel in them and it has an actual engine in them and those things zip. I freaking bet. Then so like those, that's cool. Have that's, a one horsepower engine and something that weighs like 10 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> really cool. And like uh, one of the super cool things about it was like, he was telling me one time how when you go off a jump, you, you obviously you can't you can't control it right right but you can like make it go in the air so like spin the front or the back tires in the air and that will change the pitch of the car so you actually can control it in the air that's because dope. you're pushing air around <laughs> and you're changing the uh the balance of it would uh, you go off a jump with a vehicle in real life nope i'm why, good why not because i like my life it's you've got a vehicle around you. So, <laughs> just wear your five-point harness, and you're gonna be fine. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. This big risk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's freaking neat. Like, I wonder. I wish they'd give. Oh, they did give the speed. You did say that. Twenty-five miles per hour. Yeah. I wish they would tell us how fast it would go. How many wheels would control it? <laughs> How much it costs and how many Stop. they were making. Good thing I pay attention when you introduce things. Yeah, uh-huh, for real. <laughs> you forced me on the spot, and then you're like, I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, 25 miles an hour, though, that's nothing to bat an eye at. I mean, that is slightly faster than Usain Bolt. 
Really? Yeah. I thought he hit 27. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was low 20s. We can look it up real quick. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of time here. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. 27 miles an hour. Yeah, because I remember I did the calculations in my kinesiology class because I was I was dutifully dutifully paying attention and taking notes. Sure. And also looking up using Volt's... Uh, what calculations were you doing? How fast did he go? Uh, I was looking at the split times for 10 meters. Oh. So someone had broken down the video and like had mapped out how long each 10 meters had taken him. And then I just used that to calculate his overall speed. Like his overall speed is 27? No, his overall speed was like low 20s. Yeah, okay. But he topped out at 27. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So down a hill, it is faster than Usain Bolt. Yes. I also, off a cliff, Usain Bolt might be as fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue that. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, that's that, that's all I got on this little house. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like maybe maybe we should get the nephew that. The what? The nephew next Christmas. We should get him that for four hundred bucks. I mean, it's only two hundred a piece. If we get another sucker in, it's only like one hundred seventy-five. How about no? No, no, like ten-year-old kid needs a four hundred dollar RC car. Yeah, but we would want like we need a reason to play with it. So we also need a reason to get it. Cause you want to pay 175 bucks to play with it twice a year? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. See, the problem The problem with like nifty little things like this is you're like, wow, yeah, that's so cool. It's so much fun. And you have like a lot of fun like for a little while. And then it just sits in the closet for a year, year at a time. One, occasionally somebody comes over and they're like, hey, let's play with your thing. You're like, oh, well, all right, I guess. You take it to your RC car and you drive around the block. Or you try and drive around the block, and you're like, oh, it's not charged. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you plug it in. This sounds very specific, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just an example of things that that nifty little things like this. Yeah, the, the excitement will not last. I'm not paying 400 bucks to make some kid happy for an hour. Wow, that sounds awful to say that <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, okay, all right. Uh, move. <laughs> Moving on, maybe. You want to move on quickly from (laughs) that? Yeah, please, transition me hard. Speaking of people who are insanely happy, Mike Hughes apparently found out the Earth is not flat. Is that was that the guy's name? Yes. I I closed the article. Let me me bring it back. Um, That is the gentleman who took a one-stop flight to the atmosphere. Oh man, I don't have it open. Where are we? Okay, here we go. Mike Hughes. This is, I think was at least his third rocket launch, but he wanted to prove that the Earth was in fact. I say it like that because it is a disc shape, right? So uh, because it is a disc shape, correct? It is. It's not. It's in fact, not there's round. A, there's also a little hole in the middle that allows time and space to flow right through it, and that's you know what produces weather. So that's what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I so I think it's impressive that this dude launched any rockets. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the age of sixty four on February twenty second, the shoot for his steam powered rocket detached and high velocity crash in the desert near Barstow, California, uh, on TV. Not on TV, but Science Channel was filming something. Well, I just feel like they should put that in quotes. Science. Channel. <laughs> Although I guess the the aim of the series was to document amateur rocket makers, which he was successful at. He was a successful am- well, somewhat successful amateur. He did launch rocket it. Ma- so he like, did. let's say let's say he's successful uh, landing. He didn't think about apparently. 
Yeah. So in 2014, he went 1,300 feet, basically. In 2018, he went 1,800 feet. I can drive higher than that. That is true. We were at like 5,000 feet a couple weeks ago. Yep. Wow. You also don't have to go very high to see the curve of Earth. Uh, that's just an illusion that the government puts in your brain. Oh, oh, right, right. I so anyways, my theory with why this guy died, because they're not really sure, because, you know, he... He was an amateur rocket maker. He didn't yeah. have all the like safety stuff. But my theory is he hit the top of the dome. Oh no, you're right. The glass dome <laughs> the government put there years ago. He hit the top <laughs> of the dome. He just looked like a bug oh, on a windshield. And <laughs> <laughs> then came crashing down to the ground. Like I, I don't wish death on anybody who is this wrong scientifically, but like it's it's an irony that has to just live on. Like he hit the dome. Like he he proved his point. I think it's hilarious when these these flat earthers they do these experiments. They're like, all right, we'll set these things up on this level on this level field with a hole x centimeters above the ground, and we'll shoot a laser through it. And if the laser doesn't go through all the holes, then the Earth is curved. And they do it, and it doesn't go through all the holes. And they're like, well, I guess we just did it wrong. <laughs> it's like worst scientist ever yeah wasn't like the first guy he like set up like two he did the same thing like set up two discs a certain meter apart and then looked through them and realized that uh the earth was curved oh wow no (laughs) gosh it's like i mean yeah i don't know it's fucking flat earthers you know what i found impressive also is that this guy only spent eighteen thousand dollars on a rocket and uh well, okay. I bet his wife spent more on life insurance. I, be, I certainly... Well, actually, you know what? I bet he wasn't married. There's, They've always find each other, man. Those are the kind <laughs> of people who, who actually use Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. Flat Earth Extraordinaire Rocket Launchers. That would be a Facebook group I'd like to be a part of. Just to see the thought process that goes behind... Uh, defying physics yeah you know this thing that they more or less proved in the uh set no when was galileo alive i don't know we'll just call it in the uh early 1000 to (laughs) 2000s all right all right i'm gonna go ahead and disprove that it was all a government conspiracy yeah i mean maybe maybe it's a flat earth and we are the center of the universe still it would be hilarious if we were all wrong. It would be hilarious. And, uh, but sadly, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in space. We have people in space. Uh, yeah. I, I like the the uh, the Great Wall theory. Like the, the Earth is a disk and around the edge is like an ice wall. And on the other side is who knows what. There, there be White monst- walkers. There be monsters. <laughs> There's white walkers <laughs> over there on the other side of the wall. I'm telling you what. Terry Pratchett, uh, one of my favorite authors, he has an entire book series where the this particular world is a disc on top of four elephants on top of a turtle floating through space. Who wrote that? Terry Pratchett. Who the hell is that? It's a very famous author, actually. I, I recognize the name, but I, I still... Uh... It's, it's the Discworld series. But I just, it's so great. It's a disc on top of four elephants on top of a giant turtle, Atuin. Why don't the elephants walk off the turtle? 
No, they're holding up the disc. But why don't, why don't they all just decide to walk forward? Well, because that's not their job. They just stand still. Yes, they're just standing there. The the ludicrous. Did anyone hit him with an interview? The ludicrousness of it is the hilarious part. Gotcha. The the entire thing is satire. Oh, okay. I thought this guy was serious. No. Whew. The entire no. <laughs> the entire thing is satire. Good. That's good. why I think it's funny. That's why he's one of my favorite authors. Fair. I do. I do like satire. Satirical writers. Yes. I think they are the most ingenious of people. Well, check them out. I probably will actually. You're gonna read a book. What do you mean? Am I gonna read a book? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be impressed. I would be impressed. I will be reading a lot more books come the summertime. That's not true. If I even open any of my textbooks, I will be surprised. What what do you mean? But I'm going back to school in the summer. Officially? Officially. I I am probably going to take a couple remedial courses at the community college first. Okay. Because I want to take calc again before I go back to and pay lots of lots of money. What are you going back for? I'm going back for an engineering degree, which is the most upsetting thing in the world. What kind of engineering? It'll be general engineering. Uh, it whatever's the fastest way to get through. I just need an engineering degree. Civil, probably. Okay, not civil though. It still says engineer at the That's end. That's true. Uh, it. I gotta look at what's available. <laughs> I'm going back to school and I'm going to be an engineer. That's, that's an engineer of what? I don't know. Uh, stuff. Pref- preferably structural, which is okay. like either mechanical or civil, depending on which way I want to go with that. Well, civil is easier. Yes. By far. Uh, and you know what? If this job doesn't work out, you can always design parking lots. You're right. I could. Poorly. Yep. Because they- that's, that's what civil engineers do. <laughs> They design horrible parking lots. <laughs> but like the upsetting part is that I hate, I mean, I absolutely hate schooling. I think the educational system is relatively broken because it's not that challenging to get through. Oh, well, which part of the educational system? All of it. Oh, I disagree. My degree was incredibly difficult. To get good grades, right? But if you wanted to just be acceptable with C's, do you think you could have done it easier? No, because, well, at least in my degree, the if I didn't have a firm grasp on the first like core classes, ah. I, I, there's no way I would have made it through. Okay, because a lot of my experience was as long as you know you can regurgitate, you're good. Yeah, so I think that's probably the difference between... Uh, I don't know, super STEM is not the right word, but like some of the STEM degrees and some of the non-STEM degrees is like when you're really building on that core knowledge, if you don't, if you don't understand it the first time, you only have so many chances to pass a class and then you are just out. True. So that doesn't, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Working full time while doing this is going to be a very tough ride. Yeah. When are you going to find time to uh, sleep? Because, you know, it's like you, you can either stream or work or go to school or sleep. You can you can pick three out of the four. And we all know which three I've picked. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be sleep. No. Uh, I'm just going to have to sacrifice my sleep schedule. But the way I want to take classes is two or three days out of the week only instead of all five days. At night? Either either at morning and then work later till later at night. They'd be cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Since they're going to be paying for most of it, they'll be paying for the majority. 
of like 51 percent hey nice most (laughs) (laughs) the majority uh they hopefully will allow me to they'll be very flexible with my schooling yeah that'd be pretty cool there's some benefit to doing it i mean i only have to get a c or better in person yeah all right that's that's good uh, so would you go for undergrad or masters? Because you could always I can't, do masters. I can't do a masters. Why not? I don't have the core classes for a masters in engineering. Can you just take the core classes? Because a masters is only like I think thirty or something credits, which is to get another bachelor's. It's the same, really. Yeah, but so to take masters. those core, to take those core classes to get the masters, I would have another bachelor's anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will be a double bachelor. You're gonna be a bachelor forever, dude. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> See, why didn't why didn't you go through and get an engineering degree the first time? Oh, because I'm a little asshole. Oh, is that so? <laughs> uh, like I was I was so rebellious in my younger age that like even though it was definitely my forte were STEM classes, I was like I don't want to do anything that my parents want me to do. You showed them. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna be so happy when he finds out. Yep. He's gonna kill me. If he if he made me pay back my college to him, I wouldn't be that upset. What? Yep. <laughs> I no words. No words. What happened to you as a child? I don't know, man. I just I Deserve just not ever hugged? Did nobody ever hug you? Just didn't I don't get enough gifts on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't attack me with what I say to you. <laughs> no, I think I just woke up one day at like the age of eight and decided that I just wanted to be a little shit for the next ten years. Ten? That that seems a bit low. Okay, fifteen. <laughs> we'll go fifteen no more. I think the last two years I've definitely grown out of the little shit phase. Once I graduated college. Mr. A little bit of a shit. Yeah, that's true. Therefore, oh, by the way, little shit. What? My parents still love me. They gave me a whole new box of noodles to make it another two weeks. Oh, without having to order groceries. Yep. How big is this box of noodles? It comes with. Wait, is it like the big, the bulk buy? Yeah. Of just like ramen noodles in it. Pretty much, yeah. They're faux. They're faux noodles. So that, that I imagine that would be better. Yeah, they're like they're like high high end ramen noodle. <laughs> They're just like flat instead of round. Right. Yeah. So I didn't got, even know I didn't even know they made instant pho. I know. It was I'm like my dad introduced it to me like two weeks ago and I was like, This is actually pretty good. And so now we're gonna be on uh week three and then week four following. Do you feel like your blood pressure's elevated? My blood pressure is always high because I'm always mad. <laughs> always mad and enough sleep, lots of sodium <laughs> and sugar. Do you think you're gonna live past thirty? God willing, no. <laughs> <laughs> Better spend the rest of your time in school then. Yeah. I might as well go out with a bang. A bang shit. energy drink. Yep. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real energy drink? Yeah. Huh. Learn new things every day? Bang is like the uh, the master class energy drink because they are an athletic slash workout, like pre-workout kind of style drink. The last thing I want to do when drinking an energy drink is exert myself physically. I feel terrible. Yep. <laughs> it always it, it it always like blew my mind when people people would be like, "Oh, I need to like 
run this race or whatever, wrestle this match or whatever. I, I need a Red Bull. I'm like, eh, no, stop, <laughs> stop it. You're gross. I mean, you could just vomit on your opponent after eating a whole Wawa Italian sub. Mm, what? That seems oddly specific. Yeah, it uh, happened to the guy at Chopicon. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. He uh, took a shot, caught me in the midriff. Cause I didn't like I sprawled way earlier than he got there, so his shoulder just ran me in like the like right under the rib cage, and I just huh? I just upchucked on his back. Did they call the match? No, no, we just cleaned him off. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, because it was like it wasn't like a lot. It wasn't like the whole sub came out. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> fully intact. Ah, <laughs> ah, plop. Yeah, uh, Kissler Kissler wasn't happy with me. Well, that's what happens when I think that was the time where you, they didn't tell you that you were going to be doing something and you didn't have enough time or something like that. Right. I was, uh, I, I naturally weighed around 122. So I was wrestling most of the time at 135. Don't ask me why, but I had to make weigh ins at 119. Or what? Yeah. No, I wrestled at 130. Sorry. And I had to weigh in at 119 so I could cover those two spots. Gotcha. Depending on what the matchups were. Gotcha. But I didn't know that like it was like the second match of the season and I had already I had wrestled 135 previously. But with wrestling rules you're not allowed to wrestle down more than wrestle down or up more than two weight classes. Right. So I wasn't supposed to be able to cover 119 but since for whatever reason that first match didn't really count. It wasn't a smack our our conference okay. wrestling match. Kissler told me the day of that I'm wrestling, I need to weigh in at 119 and I weighed 123 or something. So what does that have to do with you vomiting at So I just, I didn't eat anything that day. I took laxatives. I wore oh. a trash bag. I got my weight down to like 116 and I was starving. Like I like just shed so much water weight. I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And then I demolished an Italian sub right before the match because I made weigh-ins. And then I vomited it. Some of it. A little bit of it. And then I lost the match. Wonderful decisions. Just all all around. I think that's I think that's why my my eating habits are so piss poor. Because of that. Because of wrestling in general. Oh. Because like, eating saltine crackers was a delicacy. A, de- <laughs> a delicacy. <laughs> there were so many nights that we would play Modern Warfare together, and I was just eating crackers. Okay. I mean, I I don't know. I I never had to do any of that stuff. It's unfortunate. Undefeated on varsity. Woo. <laughs> I was not undefeated in varsity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, 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 let's get, get away this. from this. I got, I got something exciting oh, or no. that I think is exciting. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, CD project red, the, uh, the guys behind the Witcher video game. Yes. Is now the second biggest video game company in Europe. God damn. Go to you guys. Awesome. Like valued, uh, valued around, let's see, eight, eight billion dollars or 6.1 billion great British pounds. Is it that British pound sterling? Yeah. Yeah. So Ubisoft is the only one ahead of them, which is 9.6 billion. But that's really awesome because they only have a handful of games. It's really just like The Witcher. Yeah. And I Gwent. Mean... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Gwent inside The Witcher. They, But they also, they oh, released. They're part, they're part of Cyberpunk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's going to be huge for them. I bet they oh, yeah. surpass Ubisoft after it. Uh, Yeah, I bet. Well, I don't know how the valuation goes, but yeah. Yeah. That they're gonna make a lot of money off of that. Are they also a part of the show? So I don't necessarily think so. It's a little unclear based on this. It seems like no, but uh, they 
uh, it's like it. It's like goes back and forth. It's like people from the game who people who play the game and watch the show. People who watch the show like want to play the game. So like it helps both okay. instances in this. And then they also just released it on with The Witcher Three on Nintendo Switch, sending its sales rocketing by five hundred percent. I wonder what it's like playing at thirty FPS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so. Yeah, they're, they're doing really good. I mean, really good for them, and that that that's really exciting. I mean, I don't I don't think they have a giant team, but uh, I'm excited for Cyberpunk, the next game they're putting out. Yeah, and uh, they it, it was actually delayed recently. It was Oof. supposed to come out in April. I think it's not going to come out in September, but I would prefer that. Yeah, if it's because their development team would fall behind, and instead of like crunching them even more, and putting out an unfinished product. Right, I am on. Just wait. Yep. Wait a couple months. Whatever. It's, there's plenty of games to play currently, and we all anticipate Cyberpunk. We're all most of the gaming community is excited for. It is a relatively new take on a gameplay series. Yeah. And also, they have uh, John Wick in it. He, yes, his name. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a name. They've got my boy Keanu Reeves. That's right. It took me a second to remember his name, his actor name. Honestly, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I knew he had a name, but I just didn't know what it was. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It is good. Sorry. There's another video game that I that I looked up or that 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 scrolled past my my feed. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, it's a pretty uh, anticipated game, but the thing. Really? Yeah, actually, I I see a lot of stuff about it. Uh. I don't it's not the kind of thing that I would really want to play, but it looks really good. Like the the visual renderings are very, very good looking. Uh I I don't know how much fun it would really be. But it could be fun for like a day. It's like one of those like you open the gift, you play for an hour, you put it in your closet, and then someone has to play it and it's not charged. <laughs> sure. I mean some people do like uh simulation games like this. Like uh there's like a truck driver simulator which is like one of the in farming simulator. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the biggest games on Steam. I'm like, why? <laughs> Who plays these things? I think I think it's because it's Tra- relaxing. Wait, worst train conductor simulator. Literally straight line. Oh no. Yeah. Uh so I was told we need to stop critiquing games as hard for things that we don't understand, like like the simulators. Or ASMR, by the way. Who t- <laughs> <laughs> He would like to remain anonymous. But he explained to me why ASMR is so enjoyable. He used that word. Uh, no, I'm using that word okay. because there's no other way to put it if you like listening to it. It is enjoyable then. Okay. Uh, but it's I'm going to say simulators are fun to play because it's mind-numbing. And it doesn't require uh, a lot of critical thinking, which maybe people have very busy, stressful days. It's a good way to just kind of zone out for 10 hours well it depends i think that the flight simulator could actually be the opposite of that it could be people who want to learn how to fly uh because it's supposed to be incredibly realistic okay and uh the the particular reason that this made it on here is because there's going to be every single air airport in the world on it Thirty-seven thousand of them oh my god manually it says manually edited by the developers but i mean of course of course it's (laughs) it's not stupid but but to go to the ASMR because we were supposed to cover this in the beginning of the episode, I wanted to bring it up, but I forgot. So I, you know what? We could. Their right, description could. was 
Do you know how enjoyable it is to put a Q-tip in your ear and hear that sound? Zero. That's what I said was zero. But he's like, that feeling feels so good because like of the sound. And I was like, no, the feeling feels good because you're cleaning your ears. But I get it. I guess I get it. So noises like that, that like stimulate your eardrums in a certain manner, give you that feeling feeling of cleaning your ears. So ASMR people just like having clean ears. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's no. We'll stop critiquing stuff when you come on this podcast and tell us. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> you know, tell us why ASMR is so good. He also wants us to start live streaming them again. We haven't done that in a while. We have not. Uh, we also don't have any following base that is interested in that. True. We got it. We had a couple of viewers last time. Yeah. So we, we could we could live stream it. The only thing is editing would be tough because there's some things that we would want to edit out if we had to like look up what people had said in chat. And yeah, I guess you just include it in the episode. I listen to podcasts that have, oh, that are, that are live, that have live chat and then they talk about the things that they're saying in chat. Okay. It helps that they have more than two people because then, then it's like you can have multiple conversations. Like you don't always have to be actively engaged. Cause if I'm talking to you. I'm not going to be doing much of chat reading. Right. But, right. Right. Yeah. Well, we can consider it. Uh, I guess give us some feedback if any of you guys would be interested. We would have to come up with a more consistent schedule then. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we would. So no no sleeping in until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Zachary. Don't call me out like that. <laughs> Don't call me out publicly like that. I enjoy my sleep. I'm sorry. You should be. <laughs> Speaking of things that I enjoy... Uh, I don't know if you like playing volleyball, but I think it's one of the more fun recreational sports to just go around, hit a ball about, and have a good time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, well, I like it on the beach. I don't like it on grass and dirt. So this is in a gym. See, that's worse. <laughs> I like it on the beach because it's like the fun thing about it is you can be ridiculous and go for ridiculous saves and throws or not throws, but that's rid- illegal. ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> kicks and whatnot. You can do ridiculous stuff. Yeah. And like you're not going to get hurt. Like you can dive like a moron and it's fun for everybody. Right. So, uh, the gym that I, I work out at also on Thursday nights puts up a volleyball net and there's a group of regulars that play. And uh, please tell me they just do it right in the middle of the gym, like right in the middle of, of all the weights. weights. That would be awesome, <laughs> but they don't. It's it's the it's the gym that people play basketball in usually. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've started joining in after my workouts. So what I do is I do shoulders because it's my fastest workout. It takes me about thirty minutes to hit shoulders. And then I go play for an hour, however long it takes James to finish up. Uh, but I've realized that um, some people take it way too seriously. No way. I know. And they think that there's something on the line at the end of the game. Uh, I get winning isn't, like losing isn't fun and winning is fun. Totally get that mindset. Totally understand it. Uh, But I also don't get the mindset of like yelling at your teammate when they've probably played volleyball like three times in their life. So I can guarantee you I, I I can pretty much pick apart this guy's life. Like right now. <laughs> so uh, he was a guy who played sports in high school. Yep. 
and uh, his parents were kind of kind of there sometimes, kind of not. He's, he was kind of let to do his own thing, but they really wanted him to play sports. And he was good at sports. May not have been the quarterback or the, the star of the basketball team or anything like that, but he, he was pretty good, and he, he got a lot of accomplishment out of that. Then he went to community college, uh, and he, he couldn't really make it through community college. So he ended up doing a trade. And he, he sunk all of his time into this trade school, and he didn't actually he, he didn't have time to like play sports or anything like that yeah. anymore. So so a little bit a little bit later in his life, so like in his thirties, he he's starting to get back into this kind of stuff, and he's he's going to the gym again, and whatnot. And he he like he just got like this little this little taste of sports, and all of a sudden he's that fucking asshole sixteen <laughs> year old who thinks he's a fucking boss. And uh, he's trying to boss other people around because that's the o- his life sucks. That's the only enjoyment he gets throughout the day. <laughs> and winning is everything. If you're not first, you're dead to me, son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there there's two guys that play like that. Uh, we play on a girls' net because that's what you that's what you play on in recreational volleyball is a girls' net, and most guys can jump and put, and get most of their arm over the net. So they can also spike it, which is something they couldn't do if they played men's volleyball because they have terrible like ups. How how high is the men's net compared to the women's? I think net? it's a foot higher. Yep, no, I can do that. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Uh, it, I might be wrong. I've only played on a men's net once, and I couldn't play forward because I could just get my hands over the top. I couldn't like actually get any good blocks off. Yeah. So I had to play backline, and, and mostly I set. But I am a very competitive person. In the fact that I like to win, but I understand that most people don't, when they play recreational, they don't care. They just want, they're doing it either for the activity or for the, like the camaraderie. They're not doing it so they can say they can go home and beat their wife and tell her how much he won today. It's not, it's, it, or it shouldn't be recreational sports like that in adult leagues. And that, that's, that's where you find the issue. It's like kids, kids, recreational leagues, it's just like whatever. Yeah. But adult leagues, uh, that's when you get that class A asshole in there that that's taken away too seriously because he, he's 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 lacking something else somewhere in his life. That is pretty much always it, and he feels control there when he shouldn't. But it recreational games shouldn't be about winning or losing. It should because winning is a little bit sorry. Winning is fun, right? Losing is just slightly less fun. I mean, well, some yeah. people don't have that mindset and they can't get around the fact that they're not winning because they're just self-absorbed narcissist <laughs> but uh so yeah. what i do is yeah. i i play hard i dive across the court to save balls and stuff but i'm never upset if we lose the point right i don't get mad at my teammate like there's two people that are usually on my team that they don't know how to bump they don't know how to set they don't know how to hit the ball and it, well, if it goes to them we've pretty much guaranteed lost the point which i don't mind like i get it and i don't try to cover for them i don't try to like jump in their way and stop them from hitting the ball because at the end of the day I'm just there to play a little bit of volleyball, have a good time. What are you talking about? If I, you're not winning, <laughs> you're dead. You're to dying. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, this guy, he he's like six four and he weighs like two hundred pounds. He's a big dude and he can hit. He can spike without jumping. Which kudos for you, guy. It's really? a, it's wow. a, it's a girl's net. Like he doesn't have to like have much of an up, I should say. Okay. To spike the ball, and. I blocked him like once or twice because I knew he couldn't hit that high. And then one time I didn't go up. Like I just kind of jumped like up in the air and he just slammed it straight forward, caught me in the face. And then he fucking jeered at me. 
What did he do? Like he was like he was like he like he was like yeah, what's up? Like you like that? Like that's what he did to me. Wow. I almost, like jokingly? No, I almost killed him. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass! It infuriated me because I was like, nobody's playing that hard, dude. Yeah, chill out, bro. So uh, I I wanted to retaliate, but like my teammate, like my team was not about it. Like I I it, like I was so irritated, and it just it it ruins the game. Yeah, to play With to play like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And he's a, he's uh and he's a bully. So I hope he trips and breaks his tooth one day. That's oddly specific. <laughs> but all right, sure. I I hope he tears the uh, the lower portion of his meniscus in his right leg. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah, that'll get him, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> like, I don't want to wish him massive bodily harm or death because, once again, it's a recreational volleyball game. I hope somebody just goes up to him and just... Every single day, just they just stick that Q-tip in just a little bit further, and, <laughs> and they just touch the Q-tip to their chin. And they say, "Raw." <laughs> I did start saying every time he hit a ball that was not a good shot, I was like, "Yeah, let's go! That was a great shot, man! You keep doing that." <laughs> like I was, I was, I did. I I think he got pretty mad at the end because he uh, didn't shake my hand. That's okay, you know. I'll live. So what what did it, what was everybody else's reaction to him being a total dingus? Uh, they looked around like, "What the hell is going on?" All right. And then he also has the other asshole on the team with him, and they like jumped, high fived each other, like they just pulled off, you know, a college championship. <laughs> you good job, guys. You <laughs> suck. Get a life. So like, I I hate I hate the fact I'm at that age now where I have to play with these people. Like I, it's to find like just recreational volleyball. I've got to play with uh, older people, like in their thirties, who are on the downslope, and they realize they're on the downslope, and their libido is dropping, and they think that if they play very aggressive, they're gonna get laid sometime in their life. Wow, got <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ch- chances are this guy's just an all-around asshole, and, yeah. and has been ever since high school. Yep. Uh, that that sucks. Yeah. No, I. I I mean, it's tough when you peak in eighth grade. It's, <laughs> they, I, I don't even know what to do there. Are you gonna keep playing? Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoy. There's also this really cute girl who plays as well. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, is this one out of school? <laughs> that sounds so weird. Why would you say it like that? Like out of well, college? I mean, it's a, it's a big deal for, to go on from eighth to ninth grade. I just want to make sure Stop she's it. out of middle school. Stop it! <laughs> don't. I think I think she's a little older than me. Okay, so she's probably out of college. Yes, and she doesn't live several With, states away. No, <laughs> so already some some good things going on here. You want to come at my throat a little harder right now? Do you put on deodorant before you go to the gym? Yeah, why? Okay, just curious. What what kind of question is that? That's so... <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not implying anything, but I mean like, I might be a little ripe right now, but that's why we do this a podcast and not like a live show. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. Uh, now that I'm super self-conscious about my life decisions, uh, <laughs> I've only been up for like two hours. Give me a break. Uh, you're right. You're right. Two hours and 26 minutes. <sighs> Did you realize how like startled I was when you woke me up this morning? This I, didn't know, I didn't know. 
it, it seemed like you were kind of awake a little bit. Nah, that right. door opening scared the shit out of okay, me. Okay, all right. Because no. like I, th- I was like, it's it's nighttime. You instant, <laughs> you instantly moved. So I figured you were pretty much awake. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-huh. I was like, I just like heard the door, and I was like, oh no, like it's not good when he wakes me up. <laughs> yeah, three o'clock. I was like, I hope I don't have to wake him up. <laughs> Two fifty rolls around. I'd, I'll wake him up at three. Two fifty five. Please wake up. Two fifty nine. <sighs> oh my god. Three o'clock. Open the door. I was like, ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm relatively pleasant now, though. You're better. Yeah, I You're mean, better. if you let me sleep till three, then I'm usually pleasant because I realize that. It, only assholes sleep until three o'clock in the afternoon. It's pretty late. Pretty late. If you had my sleep schedule, though, you would appreciate someone wait, letting, like, waking you up at three and letting you sleep in that. If long. I had your sleep schedule, I would change it. <laughs> Just put that out there. It's not that bad. <laughs> I okay. All right. Whatever you say. I I I got eight hours of sleep on uh uh last Sunday, last Saturday night. Yeah. And you got uh, roughly 13, 12, 13 hours of sleep last night? About 12, yeah. Yeah. That That's not an indication that you were super tired or anything. Not no. an indication of a lack of sleep the night before. <laughs> nope. Maybe, maybe I'm just like I'm training for a sleep marathon. Maybe you're training for your trip to Australia. Yeah. You're trying to get to the nocturnal schedule instead of the diurnal schedule. Do people only operate in Australia at night? Well, it's like roughly a 12-hour time difference. Yeah, yeah. So if you're already on that time, then you'll be awake during the day in Australia, and then you'll stay up super late nights with your buddy doing God knows what. And then uh, <laughs> and then you'll weird. fly back, and then you'll be awake during the day here. So you know what? It's a good it's a good plan. Yeah. You only got uh it's what February. You're thinking October. So you only got eight months, seven seven ish months until. Yeah, I do. I got so it. Got... Then my sleep. I'll come back from Australia and I'll be a whole new person. I my sleep schedule will just be fixed. I'll be going to bed at like ten o'clock at night, waking up at six in the morning like a proper human being. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you got anything else to add? I think we actually hit everything. I I do not have anything else to add. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh, feel free to send us an uh, email at launchspeedpodcast at gmail dot com. No matter what Zach says, it is that is the email address. What did I say that one time? B- before you just said launchspeed at gmail dot com, and so I'm sure some random website <laughs> called Launchspeed got some random emails. Because there's so many listeners that give us feedback. Yes. You can also reach me on my Twitter at Booty XX Monster. Yep. Hit me, slide in my DMs, let me know what you think. Or our Twitter or Instagram or whatever. But yeah, yeah, just, do we have uh, our own Twitter? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. do remember, we? remember a while back I said, yeah, we're going to start using Twitter, and then we didn't? Do you remember that? Uh, no, actually. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, have we tweeted anything from it? Yeah. It's been a while. It's happened huh hmm. so so yeah uh why don't you why don't you go check it out check us out send, <laughs> send us some emails and uh let us know what you think and uh give us some feedback and uh i guess we'll see you next week all right that was awful love you guys <laughs> bye